Well, it's Wednesday morning, and so I think we've about seven more weeks left. We have uh, Morgan and Rob in, Morgan Rob Chalk from uh, Altitude Accounting, with tax tips and some suggestions for you as we head into this tax season. The business is growing. The family is growing because, Morgan, when you were here, in here last week, you said any time now the baby's going to be born. I didn't expect you'd bring the baby in. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Little, little Ray. Little Ray, yep. Yeah, and born when? Saturday morning? Saturday morning. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, now your, your dad here, I mean, he looks like kind of a tough character. Did he tear up a little bit when he saw the baby for the first time? Oh, he has his moments, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, that, well, congratulations. <laughs> He's a softie. That's awesome. How, how, does this, how does this work out as a tax break for you then now? <laughs> <laughs> Kids are a good tax deduction. <laughs> <laughs> There's our first tip right there. I don't well, know if they were back when you were young. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you both for coming in. Since we talked last week, I, I asked people if they wanted email questions or if they had anything they wanted to text, they could. And, and Rob, I want to talk to you a bit about small business today, too. But uh, one that was emailed was from one of our listeners, Gary. He says, I only have uh, one or two T4s. He says, is it still worth my while to hire a professional or is this something I could just do myself? I'll, I'll let you feel this one, Morgan. Do you want to or Rob? Um. It's it's kind of self-dependent. You okay. can you can definitely handle that yourself, but there might be deductions that you're missing that you could be entitled to. Um, it depends on if you're married. It, there's a lot of things that that are still dependent on, and um, I mean even things like the small business um, family tax cut. Those things there's really sticky rules around it, and mm. if you, you may be missing things. Okay. It's always good to have that other opinion then. Yeah, even if you just want somebody to do a quick review of it for you. Okay. I mean, it always helps, and it helps you build a relationship with a, a, a member of an accounting team that could help you down the road if you have questions or things come up in your life. Okay, and here's the other one that was texted into his tax question. I'm uh, on a salary at work, and I'm on call um, every second week. I do work from home in my basement, and I do work on the weekends as well. I've converted a little space down in my basement into an office. Wondering, is there anything I can write off from that? salaried employee that that one is a bit technical it's okay. a little hard to go into that kind of detail without talking to you a little bit more about what is what is exactly happening in your situation but if you come and talk to us or you talk to your employer there may be a way that you could um, write off some of that home office space for sure okay and really if that question got a little bit if it was a little bit more detailed if maybe he, that was his own business and he wasn't working for his employer at the time then he's running a small business from his house and yeah a lot of the deductions would come into play okay well let me ask you this then rob i know that there are people in my business who uh, do a lot of freelance work on the side and uh, some of them do incorporate you know we talk about small business sometimes it's one person doing something like that is there a certain amount of freelance money you have to make before you can incorporate and become a business or do you know how that works uh, well really th there isn't and and it, a lot of people incorporate because of liabilities they get into but it also comes down to at a certain point you're making so much money if you do hit those levels that it, you should incorporate at that point. But really a lot of times people incorporate so that uh, an incorporation is really a liability separate from yourself. Corporation is its own life and the liability of you then shifts onto the corporation and it isn't directly held by you, which uh, a lot of people like that just for that reason. So you're working for you. <laughs> kind of, in a sense, yeah, yeah. Okay, but it does open up av avenues, I guess, for more uh, write-offs and oh, things. You, yeah, a, a lot more, yeah, a lot Good. more. And okay. It's more technical, but a lot of reason is it's really expensive to do a corporate tax return a lot of times, and unless you're making a certain threshold of money, you may not want to get to that level, but that's why you need a tax professional to say, hey, your business is at a sole proprietor level right now, but hey, you're at this now, 
you may want to go to a corporation. That's why you need somebody to walk you through those steps. I know you talk to a lot of people who start small businesses, um, and I'm, we're going to have to do this over two weeks, I think, but what, what is uh, the biggest mistake that people make? And st- is there one that you can think of, or maybe a couple? Uh, I'll, I'll say for myself personally, years ago when I first got into business, because I've probably had about 20 different businesses, I know the biggest mistake I ever made was I co-mingled my bank accounts back 25 years ago. So in other words, I would use a personal credit card for a business item. Now all of a sudden your two different bank accounts, your personal bank account and your business bank account are mingled up and it's just a nightmare. It causes a nightmare for all clients and we see it all the time. Mm. And it's one of the biggest things we always have to fix because if CRA comes to do an audit, now they're auditing your personal accounts too because your business is all mixed into it. Oh man. Yeah. Just a tangled web then. It definitely is. Business owners like to try and be supermen. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Uh, You know, Ryan was in just before you came in and and we were talking. I did get it right. It's April 30th, right? The deadline? Uh, Okay. But he talked about taking in his box full of receipts and things to his accountants. I bet you see stuff like that all the time. Oh, we see worse. (laughs) (laughs) I think the worst was uh, we got a, a shopping bag full of receipts and there was a half a piece of uneaten pizza in it. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's been times where we need to put on rubber gloves to sort people's paperwork. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they come right off the pizza. They're probably gonna try and write that pizza off as your lunch, too, <laughs> that they're providing lunch for the accountant. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, I, and, and again, we've pretty much run out of time, but we're gonna keep going here uh, for the next six weeks after this, I guess. Uh, and I wanna remind people, if you go to 630ched.com slash tax tips, it'll connect your right to altitude accounting uh, and I know you're both busy and especially you now Morgan with the new baby but I really appreciate you coming in on Wednesdays to help our listeners out so yeah thank you for having us if there's anything you want to know for next week shoot me an email bbowie at 630ched.com or a text at 630 630 thank you both